0: Hey, welcome to episode one of our great podcast. My name's Jeff Wortman. I'm a former host of a Triple M show called The Peanut Gallery. Also, the former Richmond mascot, and uh, I'm the lead singer of a band called Robot Child. That's my CV. And sitting opposite me is my good friend that we met, I think, second year university degree doing creative arts. That's right,
1: We're only <laughs> ten years ago, Jeff,
0: <laughs> the very talented actress, scriptwriter, and raconteur, Kate Evans. Thanks, Jeff. I just thought it through that last minute because yeah, no one cause knows you have what to it, means, three. Though, it Sounds impressive,
1: <laughs> Stephen Fry. <laughs> <laughs> <Right on down. laughs>
0: Item 62 vote on the approval of Radio Show 7812, The Jeff and Kate Show, featuring oh, yeah, interviews with classified with and segments dealing with issues such as Jesus.
1: Jeff, just a um, quick query, something that I've noticed um, over the last sort of few months. Yeah. Um, so, like No one's watching TV in real time anymore. No, Are they? no, no. even
0: what, though it's fast-tracked from the US. That's right.
1: No one's fallen for that. <laughs> um, so, do you have a tendency if you've either got the download on your…
0: iPad. iPad. Yep.
1: <laughs> or if you've got the DVD, do you have a tendency to skip through certain scenes or…
0: Uh, yes, I, I usually watch it first time, real time, but I then do. I will sometimes go back and go, oh, I'll just watch some of my favourite bits. Oh, like really? Episode, so, you'll yeah.
1: re over and over? So, you guys don't do that? Uh, I don't. I tend to think, well, I mean, I'll fast forward through the ads, obviously, yeah. but if if it's a program that I'm really interested in, I'll watch all of it. Okay. Yeah. My husband, though, is very different. So, he um is now re-watching all the episodes of The Sopranos. You want to start from the start. Oh,
0: boy, that's a big... It's a big big undertaking.
1: That's right. Good thing he doesn't have a lot else to do. So, (laughs) that's fine. He has made his own show, which removes all the emotional um, or conversational elements of The Sopranos. And he fast forwards to it just condenses into like a regular sort of mob... Drama. Ah, uh, yeah. So the I would have thought the most important part of the Sopranos and where it departed from all of those other, you know, mob style shows was the conversations that Tony has with his therapist. Oh, they're brilliant to me. I get so much out of his character, so much out of watching that his conversations with Carmela, Carmela's subsequent involvement with the priest. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He's fast forwarded through every single one of those scenes. Yeah. He just gets mob guys whacking other mob guys or prostitutes. Yep. I'm not surprised. You don't have an issue with this? I'm not surprised at all. Kate,
0: (laughs) the thing you don't understand is this is like a rule that guys learn from a very young age. Yeah. When we're watching, I don't know, you probably didn't watch films like Porky's or Revenge of the Nerds. No. When you're a kid, you get a copy of it on VHS and you fast forward to where the boobs are. (laughs) And it's just a skill that's learned. How
1: long has this been going on?
0: (laughs) Oh eons
1: is this why there doesn't need to be a plot i'm
0: back in the 35 millimeter days i'm sure it would have happened
1: <laughs> in that before they had talkies <laughs> Did they? it's have a password? it's a
0: learned <laughs> skill to get straight to the good stuff and i know it's i know i'm not accusing mark of doing boobs but he's obviously thought ah, let's get to the good yeah, stuff or i'll
1: apply my same skills from boob searching to violence searching. And
0: I'm sorry you had to find out about it this way. Gee. But there it is. I think you deserve Jeff, to know the truth.
1: You are such a sage.
0: <laughs> now, this is a segment that can help everybody brush up on their social etiquette. Excellent. And I think it's a good community service. It's something good that you're doing for the community. That's Kate, right. And I yes. applaud you.
1: Yep. As well as recycling. Now, I've got a really good... <laughs> <laughs> good one that you can sink your teeth into. Oh,
0: good! Right away here. Yes, I invited my neighbour next door over for a drink on Cup Day.
1: Oh, it's very uh, community-minded of you. It
0: was nice. Um, he bought a bag of chips and some Coronas. Oh, nice. Was nice. He's as well. obviously
1: well-managed.
0: He was, yeah. Well brought so, up. Because you take something when you go you to must. Town. Right. it's
1: important. I mean, a but Terry's chalk Orange is nice for a dinner function. All right, but the chip and beer perfect for Cup Day. All right. I
0: don't want you to get sidetracked. Oh, sorry. It's not about taking oh, stuff to. Every something time. happened when he got here. Okay, yes, I'm with you. One of the chips landed on his T-shirt.
1: Oh, that's awkward. Now, I
0: saw it and he saw it. And then I saw a split second where he had to make a decision. It's a dilemma that I think a lot of us will face in our life. Mm. And so the question for you today, Kate, is do you recycle food off yourself?
1: (laughs) Food that has fallen somewhere on... Part of your body, that's right. Yeah, now I looked up
0: a lot of social etiquette websites last night. Oh, okay, couldn't find anything on this, nothing. So I'm very interested.
1: Okay, we maybe well, we can work through this. There's two schools of thought on this, Jeff, okay. in, in my opinion. The first one is if they just casually brush the offending item yes. onto your carpet, yep. that could be deemed oh, is that insulting? Because what there's already that's what I th- and I think. That's what he thought. He's yeah. like,
0: if I do that, he'll have to clean it up that's later, right. and that's not yeah. nice.
1: He's gonna have to bust out his mini vac and vacuum around where I left.
0: Yep, so I'll tell you what he did, which what? I I think is going to be your second one. Yes. He picked it up and ate it.
1: Yeah. Look, it does (laughs) does sort of reek a little bit of Homer Simpson eating (laughs) chips in his his undies and then scraping the remnants up off his hairy chest and popping a whole handful worth of leftover chips in his mouth. But one isolated chip on a clean article of clothing so as not to offend the host, perfect strategy.
0: You've mentioned a very important point there and that is the article of clothing. Ah, yes. Does the material make a difference I Think mean so. if we're talking a knit yes then you've got a bit of extra seasoning that's right on your exactly and he was wearing a cotton t-shirt oh
1: cotton t-shirt mm. see that's difficult I don't know
0: if it's mercerized or, oh.
1: just or or see if it's a brush cotton as well it can be a bit tricky because there's that extra layer
0: so maybe as a rule of thumb we could say if it's a knit mm. you must brush it ah if it's polyester it's a taste tester
1: ah I love that let's put that on the Facebook page
0: Kate, you've always been a very loyal and trustworthy friend Oh, thank you And I I do, I admire that in you But I I just have to say in the case of Lance Armstrong And you mentioned this the other day Mm. That you still believe he's innocent
1: Yes, 2012, just to, you know, put that out there for everyone What do you mean? Well, in case they think I'm talking about 1999 When everyone else believed him too
0: Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> three years later, and you're yeah. still yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Uh, but <laughs> I just think in this case, perhaps you know those great qualities that you have are working to your detriment, because <laughs> oh, really, I'm very interested to hear why you think he's innocent. Um, and I'll just I'll, I'll just throw a couple of things out there. Obviously, yes. this started with his teammate Tyler Hamilton. Yes, who said, and I'm sure you know all this, mm. that they took EPO together. Together. Yep. Yes. Uh, the anti-doping agency have now heard. Testimonies from like a whole bunch of people That's right. who worked with him he and is against say, him.
1: I just like to say,
0: and um, they have released a statement that says Armstrong was part of the most sophisticated, professionalized, and successful doping program the world has ever seen.
1: Yeah, that wasn't good, Lance. Yeah, that didn't reflect well. No.
0: Yep. But what is it about Lance that makes you think that he still?
1: Um. Well, he does have a nice face, so I often, you know, base a lot of my character assessments on whether or not people have a nice, open face. (laughs) But Um, there still
0: are a lot of facts. There's a few facts to point that out. Well,
1: the thing that I find the most troubling is if these people who allegedly did the blood doping or whatever with Lance, if. They are so accurate. Why don't they have to prove their case in court? Because in court, you can't just say something. You have to have evidence. Right. So, I'm, I'm sort of basing it on one, my extensive legal background. It,
0: what did you call it? Um,
1: hearsay. Yeah. yeah but, but it's not really so, hearsay
0: if the people involved themselves have said, yes, it happened.
1: Yeah, but you can't just get up in court and say whatever you like. So, you're looking
0: for some hard evidence. I'd like some hard A picture. evidence. Picture. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know. But there were, apparently, there were tests, but they all got. The, How can you so get
1: that swimmer guy smoking the bong and you can't get Lance Armstrong <laughs> on the, the blood juice or the, whatever? Uh,
0: yeah, I know, I, I quote, the most sophisticated That's right. doping program in the That's world has right. ever seen.
1: Yeah. So,
0: what are your thoughts on Ben Johnson?
1: Ben Johnson. Um, He did run rather quickly. Yeah. And and then there was some... Did he admit it, though? Did he come out? And I think he admitted it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so in that yeah. case, well, all right, we'll rule him out. What about O.J. Simpson? Because he didn't admit it.
1: Uh, no. A civil court did find him guilty of the... Yeah, but
0: the other one didn't. No, the other one he didn't. he does have a very kind face.
1: He, does, he did. I know those Naked Gun movies were hilarious. Um, and
0: so you'd be prepared to overlook, you know, maybe a homicide?
1: Yeah, for a Leslie Nielsen comedy every day of the week. <laughs> And also I don't think anyone would ever commit a crime with ill fitting hand gloves. Hand gloves. (laughs) Gloves.
0: Look, look, I've listened to your testimony. And I know you've done like six months of a law degree and you think you're right up in all this, but quite frankly, I'm very disappointed in you. I think you're going into bat for these disgusting people (laughs) who have done terrible things and should be punished.
1: What did Jared Waitley say? What did he say? He said that the only person that still thinks that Lance Armstrong is innocent is the most naive person in the world. <laughs> and
0: you love Jared Whiteley.
1: I know.
0: If we go to a football game next year mm-hmm. and I see you stand up and clap the Stephen Milne goal, <laughs> it is over.
1: No more friendship.
0: <laughs> I will testify against you. <laughs> I don't know whether you saw on the weekend Pete Evans did his day on a plate in the weekend paper.
1: No, I missed that, Jeff.
0: Well, there's been, like, he's copped a lot of criticism on Twitter, uh, all social networking Aww. stuff, because he comes across as a bit of a wanky. <laughs> and I'll look, I'll post on our Facebook page maybe what, what in the article, I won't go through what he had on his day, but this is like a regular day for him. It included stuff like activated almonds which a lot of people have never heard of. <laughs> no,
1: me included.
0: I looked it up actually. Apparently like if you soak the almonds in water, they think that they're like growing in the soil or something again and or and they start to they activate like they're going to grow a sprout.
1: So and you buy a dried almond and yeah, then you rehydrate it. That's right. Mm.
0: But what occurred to me is I don't think, you know, you know when you're a wanker. Mm, you should. Yes. I remember asking my mum when I was a kid. I said, "Mum, I'm going to ask you two questions and I I have to ask you because I wouldn't know the answer to them if I was. Mm. Am I mentally impaired (laughs) or am I adopted?
1: Oh, that's true. Good question. You wouldn't know either
0: of those. But I think the third one you should ask is, am I a wanker?
1: Yes, perfect.
0: And this is what happened last night. After I read about Pete Evans and he was copping a lot of flack for it, (laughs) I was having a look in my cupboard and I thought, oh my God, maybe maybe I'm tipping over into the wanker category. (laughs) Because here's some of the stuff I found, all right? In my cupboard, no Milo. I've got chokochino.
1: Oh. Anything that ends in chino that's not cappuccino <laughs> usually frightens me.
0: I don't use tea bags? Uh-oh. I use loose leaf tea from T2. Stuff like this, pomegranate, pumping pomegranate. Okay. <laughs> and I brew my own. <laughs> Okay. Do I need to do that or should I just stick with Lipton's?
1: Um, the name frightens me. Any sort of alliteration in a in a tea really frightens me.
0: I've got pastel-coloured um, measuring.
1: They look like they're Nigella's um, yeah, they're like retro a, range.
0: A teaspoon measurer, a tablespoon measurer. Mm. And...
1: and do you do a lot of baking? Yeah, I do. Okay. I don't buy
0: my own breakfast cereal. I make my own muesli. And there's a little example there. It's got some macadamias, some cranberries.
1: I am a big fan of muesli. and that, coconut. That looks delicious. Yeah. Also seems a little bit on the time-consuming <laughs> side. So have you had to give up your job on Wall Street to make your own muesli? Or? <laughs> now, do you eat cream or creme fraiche? <laughs> oh, no. oh, dear God, you're Jamie Oliver. <laughs> oh, oh, Jeff, I just have one last question to ask you okay. and then I think we need to put this sad postage Is it do with salted
0: caramel? Because I have made that this week as <laughs> oh, well.
1: Do you make and or sample frequently macaroons or macarons?
0: Yes to both.
1: (laughs) Case (laughs) closed.
0: Kate was just asking, does she need to know anything about golf for this segment? And no, you don't. Excellent. This is just a regular golf segment that I will do every week. So everyone
1: who doesn't, play or watch or listen to golf should find this fascinating. Well, they'll
0: be able to enjoy it because I think, you know, it's stuff that everyone can (laughs)
1: relate to. Excellent.
0: Um, This is an article I found in the Golf Digest magazine.
1: Mm, Popular publication?
0: Well, it's free actually, if you must know. (laughs) But anyway, it comes from, um, now where is this? Um, Just trying to think what state it was in.
1: Arkansas. Townsville. Is oh. that up in Queensland? Yes. Yep. It's uh, not a state though, it's just a place.
0: The crows up there are providing a real menace on the golf course. Now, this one guy says, and I quote, I went to the range with 100 practice golf balls and the crows picked up 64 of those.
1: Oh, that's a good average. He
0: said, the same <laughs> thing happens on the golf course and it's becoming a real problem for golfers.
1: Uh-oh. They're expensive too, golf balls. That was a
0: Townsville Golf Club member. They wow. can be expensive, yeah. yeah they, I think
1: they're like $4. Well, that's the low end, is it? Yeah, the ones I use are about eight dollars. $8. <gasps> wow, that's like slapping two cappuccinos with a golf club. Do you think that that could be true? <laughs> oh, that seems amazingly accurate. Sixty-four crows golf balls that he's pinched. That six? Hang on, if my maths is right, is that sixty-four <laughs> percent?
0: Now I'll go. I'll go a little bit further into this story because the crows are actually working as a um as a group. <gasps> Um, on the golf course, it's almost as if they're playing chicken with people. This this <laughs> Townsville member goes on to say, <laughs> <laughs>
1: "Mixed bird <laughs> metaphor." <laughs> uh,
0: when they're on the golf course, they don't take over the whole course, but they take over a territory, like the mob. Oh, that makes mafia sense. movie. Yeah, nice. They're very territorial, and they all work on a couple of holes each themselves.
1: Oh, okay.
0: They really like the golf balls, and they see the fun in it. And it's an acquired activity. It's not for food. It's just for their own amusement.
1: And sorry, someone's done a a survey with the crows and asked them what fun is?
0: Well, as you said in the Lance Armstrong story, this is hearsay, but this is what this (laughs) member says. At a later stage, they'll pick them up from where they've kept them. Yes. And they'll bury them because they like to bury stuff when it decays. They still pull them apart even though they never find anything that's edible. And this is a problem a lot of golf clubs are having. Really? I mean, birds on the golf course is never something I've had a problem with. Let me just say that.
1: <laughs> like the ladies. <laughs> no,
0: certainly. Usually old ducks. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Mrs. Evans, who I know. is <laughs> a fine golfer. She's a lovely old bird. <laughs> but I'm just saying it's not something I've come